Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now, here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Good morning. It is Tuesday, February 6th. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Just to follow up to some two older stories, on Friday evening at about 8 p.m., Anne Arundel County police responded to a single vehicle accident on Pinehurst Road near Oakdale Road in Pasadena. And after their investigation, they found that a 2013 Honda Civic, operated by Emily Tier of Pasadena, was driving at a high rate of speed, left the roadway, and struck a tree. Tier and her front seat passenger, Sarah Marquardt, were injured and treated at shock trauma. The rear passenger, Hannah Dilda, also of Pasadena, was transported to shock trauma and died as a result of the injuries. Police say that the primary cause of the collision is excessive speed and alcohol is suspected to be a contributing factor. Tier is the daughter of former Anne Arundel County Police Chief James Tier and the sister to a current officer in the Anne Arundel County Police Department. Yesterday's accident in Crofton, where a pedestrian was fatally struck, officers responded to southbound Crane Highway at Transportation Boulevard, just south of Maryland 424. Their investigation found that a 2013 Toyota operated by Rebecca Arden of Havertown, Pennsylvania, was traveling southbound when a pedestrian tried crossing the roadway and was struck by the vehicle. The pedestrian was identified as Jesse Easel, 31, of Greenbelt, and he was declared dead at the scene by the fire department. The driver of the vehicle did stop, and she was not injured. The preliminary cause of that crash was the pedestrian's failure to yield to vehicular traffic when crossing the roadway outside of a crosswalk or an intersection. Police did say that neither speed nor alcohol is believed to be a contributing factor. The effort to raise the minimum wage to $15 per hour has gone statewide after failing twice in Baltimore City. Companion bills calling for the raised minimum in Maryland are now being considered by the State Senate and the House of Delegates. Bad news for the Pride of Baltimore 2. The Pride of Baltimore 2 may not be able to resume to normal sailing activities this year without new funding. According to the nonprofit that owns and operates the 30-year-old ship, quote, without significant new funding, Pride 2 will likely not be able to maintain an active sailing schedule in 2018. The nonprofit is asking government officials, the public, and the business community to donate to help. For the first part of the year, the ship is undergoing repairs in the Inner Harbor, but will need additional funding to remain open to the public and visit other ports around the country as the year goes on. Over on the other side of the bridge on Kent Island, two teenage boys have been charged with arson that destroyed a century-old home. The Office of the State Fire Marshal said that two teens aged 14 and 15 pulled old Christmas trees into the vacant house and started the fire with a lighter. The Friday afternoon blaze destroyed the home, built in 1900, and caused a quarter million dollars worth of damage. There were about 25 firefighters from Ken Island Volunteer Fire Department and surrounding departments fighting the blaze, which was on Castle Marina Road in Chester. It took about two hours to bring it under control. The teens now face charges including arson, malicious burning, destruction of property, burglary, and trespassing. And if you're wondering what the weather is going to be like for the rest of the week, stick around. We've got George Young with DMV Weather that'll bring it right to you. Hang on. (music) 
I'm Sean O'Neill, your local RBC Wealth Management Advisor. More than likely, the primary reason you save and invest is to achieve your life goals while ensuring your long-term financial well-being. But before you can determine your preparedness towards your goals, you need long-term answers to important questions about how much money you need, where it will come from, and how long it will last. RBC Wealth Plan, a new industry-leading tool, is now available to help answer these questions and develop your personal plan using a conversational approach. With RBC Wealth Plan, we can create a personal analysis based on these unique goals while offering you the ability to weigh certain decisions and determine what's best for you and your family. Call me, Sean O'Neill, today at 410-573-6723 for a complimentary consultation. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC. Member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey, everyone. This is George from DMV Weather with your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Tuesday, February 6th. Okay, first, the easy and the good part of this forecast. After a cold start this morning, we'll get some warmer temps across Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County in the afternoon with highs in the 40s and much less wind today. Now the tricky and annoying slash frustrating slash repetitive part. More winter weather in the form of very low end but potentially hazardous snow, sleet, and freezing rain is expected tomorrow morning between 12 a.m. and 8 a.m. before mixing with rain and ultimately changing over to all rain in the afternoon as another storm system comes up from the south. So while amounts again will be little to none in terms of actual accumulations of anything on roadways, the timing of it all will likely be just enough to cause schools in the area to have to delay or cancel on Wednesday because of slick road conditions. And then we may see a virtual repeat of Monday's icy start once we roll into Thursday morning as the water left on the ground from Wednesday afternoon and evening's rains could freeze again overnight Wednesday into Thursday morning as temps drop down into the 20s overnight, potentially causing even more delays of schools on Thursday. So start to come up with plan B and C now just in case, because while we might not like what's coming our way, we might just have to take it and like it for a couple more days this week. The irony here being we just passed Groundhog Day, and it's as if we've experienced the same exact storm five to seven times already this winter season. Okay, that's it for us today. Make sure you download our free weather app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store on all of your devices by searching for DC MDVA Weather. And also follow us on our website at dmvweather.com or on Twitter or Facebook so you can always stay weather informed. This is George Young of DMV Weather with your Annapolis forecast. Be patient, stay safe, and remember, whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. Podcasting is growing, and since we launched the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief in September 2017, we've seen an incredible response with more than 10,000 subscribers. We publish every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., and our subscribers are listening to the DNB in their homes, in their cars, in their offices, during their workouts, and virtually anywhere on demand. They are finding us wherever podcasts or audio happens, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Echo, and Google Play. If you're interested in tapping into this growing market in an incredibly affordable way, why not consider sponsoring the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief? You can sponsor a single episode, a week, or a full month for a lot less than you might imagine. Intrigued? Shoot us an email. The email address is info at ionannapolis.net. Let's see if it makes sense for you.
We ended things a little bit differently yesterday, and we're going to end them a little bit differently today as well. I want to take this time to get just a little bit personal. Yesterday, a good friend of mine and a good friend of many, no, many more than many, passed away. Eddie McGowan was truly one of a kind. His benevolence knew no bounds, and the word no was never in his vocabulary. He was always up for anything, helping him out of a jam, which he did often, to putting back a few pints at Galway Bay. Many know him from his days playing bass in the Rovers or Dublin Five. Others still may know him as the founder and director of the Annapolis Irish Festival, which has given back so much to the community over the years. If you ever dressed up in a Speedo in December to run around Annapolis, well, yes, that was Eddie too. And still, others know him as a husband, a father, a son, and a friend. And while he was the most outgoing person I ever met, Eddie was also very private. For the past three and some odd years, he battled ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. Through much pain and frustration, he kept his spirits high. And yesterday afternoon, the pain went away for Eddie McGowan. And as I said, the world is a little darker right now. But the lives of many are so much brighter for having had him as part of our lives. My thoughts and prayers and hugs go out to Tracy, his wife, and Nolan, Mallory, and Devin, his beautiful children. And to Eddie McGowan, I say thank you for making us all that much better. Rest easy, my friend. Slancha.
to everlasting From sea to shining sea How much did we take from each other Here's one from the heart and one more for free And heaven laughs when we say goodbye 